0: You're listening to Confidently Beautiful with Sierra, a podcast to help you stay confidently beautiful because we all have confidence inside us. We just need to bring it out, and I'm here to show you how. Body image, dreams, parenting style, personality, and more. Here we cover it all. Get ready to stay confidently beautiful. Hello, beautiful listeners. Another Monday, another podcast. I'm Sierra Lancaster, and I'm so happy you're here to listen. Whether you're a first-timer or a frequent listener of my podcast, I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for taking the time to listen with us. I will start this episode off with a little trigger warning. I will be talking about my experience with some postpartum anxiety and depression and also experience losing a baby. If this is going to be something that's going to trigger you, feel free to skip this episode. But if you think that this will benefit you, then please continue listening and I hope that it can help you in some way. I am not a therapist. If you need some guidance and some, and some love and counseling from a therapist, I strongly recommend talking to one. I have only good things to say about therapy. Therapy is probably one of the best things that I ever did for myself. And it's something that I strongly recommend to everyone that comes to me with uh, issues that they are working through and some struggles that they are going with because I know how much it has helped me. This month, I kind of wanted to focus a couple episodes on anxiety and depression. If you missed my episode last week with my interview with Kim, go back and listen to that. It was very, very good and really insightful, and uh, she is really inspiring with her story. Now I wanted to talk a little bit about my anxiety and postpartum journey. After I had my first baby, I remember very vividly sitting on the floor and having this overwhelming feeling of helplessness and feeling like my life was never going to be what it was before, which sounded so silly for me to verbalize that out loud, and I could not understand why I was having all of these helpless feelings like like my life was over. I really remember feeling that, and even now saying it, I have like this little bit of guilt that comes to me because I had prayed for that baby for so long. We had lost a baby, before that and then we had tried for her for a year we did some fertility and then we got pregnant with her and her twin i lost her twin and she was able to continue growing and being healthy and i gave birth to her and i just remember feeling so so guilty for f- uh, feeling these feelings but you can't help what you feel after having a baby you can't help what you feel whenever your feelings are valid no matter what they are and but i remember in that moment i was just so so feeling so so heavy and i didn't know what to do to make it feel better and then i ended up just somehow getting through it after i had her then i had another baby and i remember i was worried about the postpartum after him it wasn't nearly as bad for me after he was born as it was after she was born. I don't know if it had anything to do with losing her twin and that trauma that came along with that and dealing with that and not having that baby home with us. But having her there, I don't know if that had something to play into it. Maybe it was just the shock of having a baby for the first time. There's so much that you don't know until you have a baby for the first time. And so I don't know why my postpartum experience with him was not as bad as it was with Whitley. Then I had my fourth pregnancy. I ended up losing that pregnancy as well and then got pregnant again with my youngest that I have now. And I was, again, a little bit nervous about where I was going to be with my anxiety, but I also felt like I had been through enough pregnancies that maybe I was going to be okay. I um, had just gone through that heartache of losing a baby and I got pregnant with him very, very quickly after losing that baby and took me by surprise. And I would just remember being a little bit overwhelmed that it happened so fast, but also extremely, extremely grateful because I didn't think it would happen that fast based on my experience the time before fast forward to me giving birth to this baby and having all of the postpartum that came along with it. I actually felt like I was managing it pretty well. I felt like I knew what to look for and what to be aware of. And I had also learned a lot of coping skills to help me through it. I felt like my depression was pretty good, but my anxiety this time was so incredibly high. I just could not get it to calm down. I had a lot going on in my life. And as you can imagine, with two other children, life was really, really busy. And then my sweet little boy got RSV and was life to primary children's. Talk about a traumatic experience. That sent my anxiety like crazy, but I didn't have enough time to think about myself. I was focusing on keeping him alive. And I... It was two weeks postpartum when I got in that lifeline. All I could do was focus on him. I could not focus on myself. And then even after we were home and he was getting better, and then I was still so, so scared of him being sick, and all I could do was focus on him. And then an event happened, and I'm not going to go into the details, but I had something happen that then caused me to go into full-on panic attacks, and I had a lot of work that I needed to do on myself the only thing that I could think to do was to focus on three things. I just needed three things to focus on because I could not deal with life. I was overwhelmed. I found myself pacing the house with brain fog, not knowing what to do. I had obsessive thoughts and I needed to have something to focus on to take away this feeling that was overcoming my life. So I ended up working closely with a therapist and also with my doctor. And then I also came up with these three things on my own that I could do for myself. The first was to drink water. I came up with this to to every morning, I would just get a glass of water or or fill my tumbler and I would drink water throughout the entire day. I found that this really helped with my brain fog. It helped me to be able to think a little bit more clearly and it also just gave me something focus on, which sounds silly, but if I could just focus on, okay, I need to drink this big tumbler of water three times, then I could focus on filling up my water three different times in the day and making sure I drink it all. The second thing that I spent a lot of time doing was doing something outside. I would try and spend 30 minutes outside to just rejuvenate my spirit, rejuvenate my mind. And it was really good for me with the kids, too, because I would find that I was feeling so anxious during the day. I was having a hard time to even focus on doing something for them and something that wasn't, honestly, wasn't them just sitting in front of the TV because that's where I was. I could not function. And so when I focused on getting outside and doing something outside, then it got them out. It got me out. And it was Good for all of us overall. I would find that even just sitting at the park and watching them play was very, very therapeutic for me and just feeling that sunshine on my face. So no matter what time of year you're listening to this, if it's cold outside, if it's hot outside, try and get outside if you can. If you're in a place where you're able to get outside for even just 30 minutes, then do it. Find something to do to get out. And the third and final thing that I would try and do for myself and I still try and do for myself is to do something for myself every day. Some days, this looked like me just going through the Swig drive through and getting a dirty Dr. Pepper. If you know me, then you know I love my dirty Dr. Pepper. Sometimes that's what it looked like. Other days, it was something that was a little bit more extreme, and I would tell my husband, when you get home from work, I need some time in the bedroom by myself, and he would come home, he'd take the kids, and I'd shut the door, and I would have a few hours to just do whatever I needed to, take a shower, do my nails, watch a show, whatever, whatever it was, to just have that quiet time. And then sometimes, I mean, not so much now that I've had this baby because I have been nursing him, but sometimes in my life, there have been times where I'm like, you know what? I need a whole weekend away and I will take a whole weekend. In fact, I did take him on a weekend. I took him on a business trip to a unique convention, and he came with me. He was my little travel buddy. But you know what? For me, that was still something for me. Even though it was work, and it was my business, it was something that rejuvenated me, and it got me away. And it was it was a long time. I think it was gone for five days. It was a long time away from my family. But I was able to escape Even though I had my little baby buddy with me, (laughs) but I was able to escape and get away for a little while. So some days it's small, some days it's big, whatever it is, make sure that every single day you are doing something for you, even if it takes you two seconds do something for you every day. It will make such a difference. I found that when I started focusing on these three things and I started doing these three things, then I had so much more clarity. My brain fog was starting to lift and it just took that edge of anxiety off. I still have anxiety and I still had anxiety. It's getting better the more coping skills I'm learning and the more I am working with therapists and doctors. But I just having these three things was what I needed to just take that step forward. I feel like there's something with three. When you just pick three things, whether it's like three things on your to-do list or three things to focus on for a certain thing, there's just something about the number three and how that isn't too overwhelming, but it's something that helps you to feel like you're moving forward. And so I would really, really encourage you to try and find your three things. Try and find three things that you can focus on to help you with your anxiety or your depression or whatever it is that you're struggling with and see if it helps you. See if it helps you to have a little bit more of a clear mind and a little bit more peace and I hope that you can find your three things. I'd love to hear your three things. If you want to let me know, send me a DM. If this was helpful for you, please let me know. Leave me a review or also DM me. I love to hear messages that these podcast episodes are helping people, but like I've said before, even if they're only helping me, then that's okay (laughs) because I love doing this so much. It's been so fun to have this podcast and have this outlet and this creative space. And I have loved having people that I have been able to interview. I'm so excited. I have some more interviews lined up to share with you guys. And it's going to be really, really awesome. So thank you so much for listening. Stay confidently beautiful. And don't forget that confidence is already inside you. We just need to bring it out. Have a fabulous week. Thanks for listening. Connect with me on Instagram at Confidently Beautiful Podcast and share this episode with someone in your life who could use a little reminder of just how amazing they already are. Stay Confidently Beautiful.